0: Welcome to the Cat Power Podcast, where we deliver powerful insights into the world of Caterpillar oil and gas, showcasing the latest in technological advancements, and highlighting the stories of the industry's most dynamic leaders. I'm your host, Sergio Tijera. Now let's get ready to power up with the Cat Power Podcast. And welcome to the Cat Power Podcast. My name is Sergio Tijera. We come to you each and every episode with some amazing topics and leaders people whose stories have changed the game uh, in Caterpillar and in the industry. And today my guest is David Shannon. He's the commercial manager for digital services for oil and the gas division for CAT. So welcome my friend.
1: Good morning,
0: Sergio, how are you today? Hey, great, great, can't be better. So today we're talking about digital. Right, everything, everything digital in this world, as as uh, as we know that it has become in our personal lives and our professional lives, each and every day, digital plays a much bigger role uh, in our in our success, in our our health, everything. And so today we're gonna be talking about just you know in general. We'll start off. A bit about you, David, and then we'll get into some of the uh, some of the great things that Cat is doing in the digital space and helping customers and so forth. But let's start off with a little bit about your background. So tell me, tell me, how did you get into this digital world? Were you uh, Were you always in that space?
1: Oh wow! Well, uh, you know, it's ironic that when I started at Caterpillar, I had a, a bit of time where I worked in manufacturing and was in the quality technologies group. And at that time, digital was. Capturing all the data of the factory and using basically pre Excel, where we would develop Ooh. critical indicators to determine <laughs> are we producing 100,000 engines really well or really bad, and so that really got it all churning for me from a quality standpoint in digital. Wait, and, oh,
0: hold on, what what was pre Excel? Because I don't even know what was what existed. 2020.
1: <laughs> 2020. Yeah. So you have to type all the the keystrokes in to develop the cells. Oh, There you go. There you go. Yeah, (laughs) and uh, it it wasn't a data scientist; it was a statistician at that time. (laughs) very, very retro. And uh, then digital budget really bubbled back up for me uh, when I moved into the marine division back in two thousand and six, where we were focused on how do we develop remote monitoring. It wasn't even called telematics or digital; it was remote monitoring for the yacht segment, and. I've touched quality basically my entire career at Caterpillar in one way or the other, whether it was product support and now specifically in the digital space where I was in marine digital. And then I moved to the oil and gas division where now I'm the commercial manager in digital. So it's kind of uh, weaved its way through my entire career at Caterpillar. It's it's very addictive and ever-changing. You know, It's always yeah, on the move. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's one thing. That's that's for sure. With technology, it's it's changing each and every day. And if you don't keep up, then you know you're you're going to be falling behind for sure. Um, so let's let's start off kind of, and you know, on a high level, we're talking the Internet of Things. Mm-hmm. You know, the mm-hmm. digital landscape. Kind of give, give me a, an overview of, of where we've been and where we're heading now on, on a high level.
1: Well, at at a high level, the the digital world is uh, it's a lot of investment. So if you look at the big three consulting companies and and what they do in the digital space, they they would tell you that about one and a half trillion dollars is being spent annually in the digital space in the industrial Internet of wow. Things, which I mean that's that's a lot of money. A lot of money. And uh, the challenge is that for all the money that is being spent. We're still stuck in this paradigm of the 90s that I talked about where customers aren't really receiving that value, which um, that that's really the, the contradiction between it. The money is being put in. You're hearing about digital and everything you're seeing in your automobiles and in your life. And the industrial space is still having to really play catch up in this area. Got it. Got it. And so,
0: um, you know, it, it, why is it taking so long or why is it so difficult for it to translate into practical, usable, everyday value for in the industrial
1: space? Uh, that's, that's a, that's a good question. We've done a lot of studying on, on this area. And if, if you go back and you look at the, the credit card industry that really started this, uh, this digital space and getting into analytics of so your credit card being used incorrectly. You know, how that has all evolved has, has been pretty methodical and has worked out well. In the industrial space, it's totally different. Our world is really controlled by uh, what you would recognize as Society of Automotive Engineers. The, the auto manufacturing mm-hmm. world controls everything. And it, it also helps the consumers because it standardizes everything. Digital Mm. never got standardized into the society of automotive engineers. And so the industrial internet of things, uh, there's no standardization. Normally you could go buy a a connector, a bolt. It was standardized and you knew exactly what you were getting. Digital's all over the place. And the challenge is that we, we look at digital as your iPhone, basically. This is our touch and feel to the digital world. Try doing that when every single asset you touch has a different name for the iPhone and what it's sending to you is different than what the next iPhone is sending you. And it really gets complex. And so that's one part that's really made it difficult for the industrial world to slide into a more advanced analytic state, which is something we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, So that's one part of it. The second part of it is I I would submit to you that uh the expectations of digital is absolutely upside down, and that's a bit of a challenge. Uh, you hear about uh, analytics and uh, blockchain is what you brought up the last time that we chatted. Yeah. And, and that's that's all great, but the problem is uh, when you're when you're talking to the executives about a digital platform and you're going through the scoping process of developing a digital platform, they They get bought into this predictive analytics and and reliability. Well, we're building that into the product and the manufacturing process. They don't buy a platform to watch things break. So really the the shift has to go from digital as being this uh, icing on the cake is what I call it, into really the planning, the optimization, the reliability is the last one on it and and that helps feed. Uh, the business, and it it justifies digital. So you got all this money being spent in the trillions. They're not seeing value out on the other end because they look at the reliability and the analytics when they have to start focusing on the planning and the optimization elements of digital. Exactly. Because that's going to
0: really, you know, things get more competitive and you get, you got to get more granular and more detailed in your planning and your predictive analytics and things like that. And the ones who do that will then be able to translate that into, into profits and to growth and and so forth. Right. So, um, we know that mechanics, you can't just hire a mechanic anymore. You almost need to hire a programmer and so to speak. So we're definitely going down that road. It's not, you know, we're not going back anytime soon or ever again. And, uh, and so that's definitely becoming a bigger part of it. So tell me a little bit about, um, cat oil and gas digital services. Now, you know, tell me why do you guys exist? What is it that you guys do as a, as an organization, as a division? What's your mission here in in uh, in helping the organizations and the customers succeed?
1: So our mission is to utilize our digital platforms to be an enabler, an enabler to the services game that we focus so much on, to play to our strengths, which is the distribution network, having the right parts in the right place at the right time, being able to optimize by having everything in the right place. Uh, Predictive analytics would be the last part of that, but really using uh, our platforms to enable that optimization and planning for the customer to make more money. And uh, and that's a tricky game because that's not the culture that digital is in. Culture of digital is all about trend analysis and anomaly detection and predictive analytics. And then when I show up at the doorstep and say, well, I want to I know how you take 4,000 assets across your fleet and do the dance so that all the parts are in the right place at the right time. And you mm-hmm. know when to shut an asset down that runs over eight thousand hours a year and get it back up and running. I mean that's that's really where we bring value to the table, and, and that's our mission. Uh, digital is the enabler. It's not the it's not the lead in, and I think that's that's a subtle difference. Right, right. And so you're you're orchestrating behind
0: the scenes in order to to get the result you want. And and I think, you know, a. a kind of an analogy that that I like to uh, think about this is Formula One and Formula One teams, right? And the amount of technology that goes into, I mean, you're talking, you know, the difference in in a tenth of a second or seven tenths of a second is the difference between being on the pole and being third on the grid, right? (laughs) And so, yeah. (laughs) yeah, and you're talking these little minor changes that on the surface don't seem insignificant, but they do start adding up and create significant value at the end the
1: customer, it, right? Sergio, you're spot on and Formula One's a great analogy. I'm a fanatic myself in yeah. <laughs> Formula One. It's coming it, to it Miami really,
0: next year. So that's oh, boy, I'm excited about that. <laughs> I got to tell you.
1: it's it. What you said is, is spot on. It's the downstream impacts. So if you have, let's, let's take, for example, one of our platforms, Cat Remote Fleet Vision. If you have one platform that you're able to see uh, all of your assets, You're able to see all the health of the assets and how they're performing. And you can start lining up when you are supposed to do something with whether it's an automated report that's coming to you to say, all right, I've got 100 out of my 4,000 assets that are coming up for a PM interval. What do I do with that? Uh, That's the downstream impact. You've got to make that one move that impacts the entire fleet. And and that goes Mm -hmm. to setting up that enabler. The front end loading is what I call it. When you're doing this digital game, you've got to really front-end load it to make sure that the project is set up for success.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's uh, funny. Another interesting kind of analogy or story is the one where, um, I don't know if you've heard of this, but it was, it was a nuclear power plant and it got shut down. They couldn't figure out what was the issue, right? And so they mm-hmm. bring in this one expert and he looks around, looks around, looks around and tightens this one bolt and then everything begins to work. So he sends the bill. And it's ten thousand dollars and the guy says, right ten thousand dollars why ten thousand dollars you just tighten the bolt he says well uh one dollar to tighten the bolt nine thousand nine hundred and nine to know which bolt to tighten and so, <laughs> you know, well, that, that, that's that's really it <laughs> yeah well and then so you know front end loading you're having that 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 kind of visual as to okay you know how are we going to run this planning ahead and then working the plan so yeah you you are making the the deeper kind of time and and money investment on the front end but you're building a much more robust reliable and and you know tactical system that's going to help you out in the end
1: Oh yeah, ab- absolutely. That's the name of the game. So the it goes back to the concept of having digital as an enabler versus being the lead item where you go in and talk about the product and this is the platform and this is how we can uh you know look at heartbeat data and compare lines. That that's that's nice, but that really isn't the, the mission. The mission is to use those platforms to orchestrate what happens downstream for the customer and reliability. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the standards of Caterpillar for our reliability. We manufacture designed to be reliable. And so the predictive has a place, but it's not the lead in. And, and that's quite a change for the digital space. Uh, look at the what you see out in the marketplace, Sergio. You You're always seeing trend analysis and anomaly detection. You're always seeing, you're starting to see more about blockchain data scientists, but That's that's looking at the forward. Me, we need, you know, 24 to 48 hours advance notice to make sure all the parts are in the right place. So an asset that's maybe ten thousand dollars an hour pumping in a gas compression station, we can shut that down and get it back up in 15 minutes, half hour. I mean, that's the name of the game. We have customers that have contracts, Sergio, that say you've got to have parts in the right spot in one hour. Consider mm. a pipeline that covers multiple states. It's a big deal. So digital can really support all of that, but more than just the reliability part.
0: Right, and because it's it's uh, it's a bit of a now industry in the sense that you know when things go wrong, you need things now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> by the time, time you hear about it, <laughs> by the time you hear about it, it's too late, right? And oh, then yeah. you're scrambling yeah. and everything else. So having that that reliability that those parts available, those services available to you. You know when you need them is tremendously valuable because you said you your your you're, you're per hour costs are astronomical to have some of these assets down.
1: Well, and you don't get you don't get the clock back. So Correct. when you're running an asset an entire year, almost the entire year, it's up and running. When you look at one of our larger gas compression mm-hmm. pipelines, those assets run twenty four seven for an entire year.
0: Wow. So
1: they're not shutting down. When you lose an hour, you don't get that hour back. You can't yeah. make it up. You can't make it so up. You can't make it up. You can't turn it
0: up and then say, yeah, let's, let's make up. Exactly.
1: You can't pump more gas. So, you know, it's, it's, it's quite a dynamic situation, getting the digital platforms and the customers to create the, the best value stream we can with digital as an enabler, honestly.
0: Fantastic. And so, um, we're, you know, we're talking about the, uh, the cat remote fleet vision and, uh, and the foresight predictive analytics as well. Um. What else are you guys working on? What, where else is is this going? You know, what do you see as as the future for digital um, as we continue down this path?
1: Wow, that's that's a big question. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that, that's a big question because as we said at the start, digital is so fast-paced and and where it's moving. Uh, I w- I would submit to you that right now we're in the fine-tuning stage of digital. When you look at uh, Remote Fleet Vision, we, we are uh, part of the CAT oil and gas marine division at Caterpillar. So this platform supports industrial power systems, marine, oil and gas. We even do loose rail engines with this, with this platform. And what that means is we have a group of developers so we can be nimble. And this is going to get to the answer of where are we getting our ideas yeah, and right. where is it going? We're, we're getting them from the world. We believe in the crowdsourcing and through the platform. I don't think the best ideas have come up yet. We're fine-tuning Remote Fleet Vision to work across all these different industries at Caterpillar. Uh, We're fine-tuning the predictive analytics so that we can bring more assets in and, and look at them and maybe buy a little bit more time to have the parts and service ready. But I really don't think that the best ideas are here yet because we've just now got this platform out to well, it's over sixty-five dealers globally, and and all the customers with uh, fifteen thousand assets in it. So the world is really starting to feed us back what the next great ideas are going to be. Interesting, interesting. And so with, with so many dealers out there, <clears throat>
0: you know, supporting the product and and cat on the side, um, it really gives the customer a you know a fantastic uh, chance to be as successful as possible. What would, you, what would you say is, <clears throat> sorry, what would you say is, you know, if a customer was running full out 100%, uh, you know, for the year, um, no downtime, nothing, that'd be 100%. What is a typical oil and gas customer, you know, at what rate are they typically running at? We, we know when you include everything, all the perhaps unplanned downtime and, you know, uh, unforeseen you know, issues that come up.
1: Is no, there, that's that's, that's a great question yeah uh it, it depends on which segment you're in so if you're in the gas compression segment and that's where we're moving gas along a pipeline basically natural that gas is. along a pipeline those customers are operating their assets at anywhere from 97 to 99 percent uptime over a year wow. so uh they looked to the caterpillar product because the caterpillar product is first of all it's the reliability, the robustness of the product, knowing that they have to operate the entire year, they cannot Non-stop. have yeah. a shutdown. And then uh, when you look at, at that type of a duty cycle, now you see why digital becomes so important, not in the reliability part, but mm-hmm. knowing that dance of an entire pipeline, how are you gonna get all those assets for the preventative maintenance intervals, the scheduled yeah. oil sampling, of uh, what's the right maintenance when you have to do a major overhaul, or just on a regular schedule, let alone any bizarre thing that happens out of left field. So massive uptime. And th- that's really no different than looking at the drilling segment or the well-service segment. Uh, it's it's the same. Uptime is the name of the game. Efficiency is the name of the game. I would tell you, uh, you know, digress just a second back to what we're doing. We're starting to use digital to do a better job of predicting what the customer's costs will be, forward looking. And I see that's where the data harvesting is really coming in. Not so much predictive analytics, but that harvesting to say, Mr. Customer, this is what it's going to cost you over the year for the asset, for the region, for your fleet. And Sergio, we haven't even touched on how we're starting to integrate, you know, the environmental, social, and governance part, ESG. We're starting to pull that into our digital platforms as well and demonstrating that. So they know what their carbon footprint is and how we're improving it.
0: And that is a huge, huge component for, you know, right now for these companies, right, that, that they're getting a lot of spotlight on is, is how are you uh, energy efficient, you know, and, and we're seeing that in in blockchain, for example, in cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin and how inefficient and energy consumptive, you know, they are. And oh, so absolutely. I'm sure that these companies are under the microscope as well, right?
1: of the customers that I've talked to in the last six months have asked, can you provide that environmental social governance reporting out of your digital platforms? And then can you show the footprint for a given area and then the improvements by using the Caterpillar product, how we make a a cleaner engine and a cleaner environment? Uh, That is absolutely right at the tip of digital right now. Every 100% of the customers are asking for it. And that's and, a tremendous added value that if
0: quantifiable, it's just like you said, it's a, it's an icing on the cake because the, the original intent is to make you as efficient as possible in terms of, you know, moving that gas. But if you also have an environmental value that you're bringing to the table, that's just, you know,
1: unbeatable. Oh, that's absolutely it. And uh, that goes back to the health of the engine. You're talking about the cycle time and having to run 24-7 for an entire year. Well, if you're burning clean, think about the if you burn clean over a year versus you're burning dirty over a year because oh, yeah. your engine isn't tuned correctly, uh, and then you exponentially take that over 4,000 assets, that's a big deal. <laughs> it's so a lot of the bruising, ability yeah. to report that back out to a customer and say, "Hey, in Remote Fleet Vision, mm-hmm. you can look at your ESG metrics. You can see exactly how you're incrementally improving." that's just going to continue to build and that's absolutely not going away it's the right thing to do it really is
0: yeah yeah, yeah it's the right thing to do and, and it's something that we need to do as responsible organizations we need to you need to show up in that manner so david you guys are doing some some incredible things um, like you said enabling the success uh, not being on the leading edge but it uh, obviously a very integral and critical component to you know the the customer's overall success and and uh, viability and long term um, you know, uh, uh, success in the marketplace.
1: It, it it really is. It's 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 a lot of fun being with these customers that are are giving you, giving you the ideas how to get better, where they're going. Uh, Digital is a little different than dealing with prime product sales and engine sure, because sure. several years to develop an engine and get it out the door digital is immediate. You sit with a customer, they're going to give you the ideas. They're going to tell you how to be successful. Yeah. You just have to grab that feedback and then implement what's what will work globally and how we can get the best benefit for it. And that, that part of the game, I just truly love interacting with the customers to make them successful.
0: Fantastic. Well, David, thanks so much for being on, my brother, on the Cat Power podcast here. David Shannon, commercial manager of digital services for Cat Oil and Gas. Hope you enjoyed this and we'll see you next time. Thanks, David. Thanks, Sergio. Have a great day. Take care. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow and rate us and be sure to share it with a friend so that you can power up their life and their career.